Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com standing by. So, Adam, this was did this take people by surprise, or did this uh, was this something that we thought was in the works? No, no, no. No one saw this one coming, and um, that should be the least surprising thing of all. I think I said that. I know I've written it, that the one thing we can be sure of going into an offseason like this where – it looked like there were going to be, I mean, it still does, like there's going to be a lot of activity for the Brewers because they've got needs all over the place. The one thing we should be sure of is that David Stearns is going to do some stuff that nobody saw coming. And this certainly qualifies. It's an interesting deal between two teams that are going to try to contend next year. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's a deal that both teams can walk away saying that they feel like they got some upside. But the Padres' depth is on their infield. The Brewers' depth, if they have it, you know, there's, again, there's some holes, but if they have depth, it's in the outfield. And I think both clubs are able to make a, 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 a trade that addresses a need and deals from a little bit of an area of depth. And, and it's going to be years and years before we see who got the better end of this deal. The one thing we know is that in Urias, um, I mean, that's one of the best prospects in baseball. So he's not. He didn't do a lot in his short time in San Diego this year. But going into last year, this was a top twenty prospect in the, in the entire game. So um, the Brewers are certainly getting a, a player with a chance to be really good. Now, automatically, we say he's a second baseman. So is Keston Hero. But he did play forty plus games, if I'm not mistaken, at shortstop last year. <laughs> yeah. Does this spell the beginning of the end of Orlando Arcia because of his offensive uh, or lack thereof output, or? Is there something where there's rumors of Hira going to the outfield and maybe playing better there and bringing Braun into first base and Urias going to second and then filling Doomer's holes that way? No, uh, Keston here is going to be the second baseman next year, so I, I would scratch that possibility off. Um, I think the, you, you hit it on Arcia. I mean, this is yet another wake-up call uh, for Orlando Arcia, who who's underperformed. Um Remember, he came up when the Brewers were in San Diego and made his debut there. And, you know, the thought was that this was a really good defensive player who had a chance to hit near the top of your order. And offensively, his game is not developed. Defensively, his game took a step back this year mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, we're going to know on Monday what the deal is with Orlando Arcia. This is a, to get into the weeds a little bit, it's the tender deadline. Um, the Brewers have to decide by Monday with players who are arbitration eligible, like Orlando Arcia, Travis Shaw, Jimmy Nelson, whether to proceed into arbitration with those players when, you know, even after down years, their players often get raises and become more expensive or to cut them loose. And there's a lot that goes into that date. Um, the Brewers are, a, a, this is really getting into the weeds, but the teams like the Brewers have a policy where if you, if you, go into arbitration, it's, it, it gets to a point where it can be file and trial, where they, there's a later date where they'll exchange proposals on a one-year deal. And then it used to be that they'd keep negotiating 
and come to these midpoint settlements and move on. The, the, it's a little bit more hardball now throughout the game. So there's going to be some negotiation that happens ahead of Monday um, with some of these players on the bubble. And I think there will be some signings on Monday, and then there will be some players cut loose on Monday. So any, we'll know more on Monday kind of what their plans are for Orlando Arcia. Um, the, the, I, I'm guessing the Brewers are going to say that this is a versatile infielder. They love players like that. If you can play second base and shortstop, I think you can play third base. So he's probably an option for third base as well, which is up in the air. Um, so we, we probably just need to wait another week or so, and the picture will become a little bit more clear. Then the lefty Eric Lauer comes into play. Now Zach Davies had good numbers, but at times he was somewhat up and down. But nevertheless, they get a lefty in Eric Lauer. Pomerantz, the lefty, signs with San Diego, so he is no yeah. longer available. So they pick up Lauer. Tell me about Lauer, what your thoughts are on adding a lefty into that rotation. Well, it's a former first-round pick who's 24 years old, and you're talking about five years of club control versus two more years of Zach Davies. And I think that, as much as anything, is what this is about, is um, you know, you trade kind of a, the steadiness of Zach Davies because when he was healthy, he was quite good for the Brewers. Um, this year he, was, he had a really solid year in terms of ERA. Uh, he led the team in innings. Um, they did not have a pitcher for the first time in their history qualify for the ERA title, but Davies led the way with just shy of 160 innings. Um, but Lauer is a, 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 maybe a similar type pitcher from the left side who you, you have for, for a longer period of time. So you get a little control. You also get a left-handed element, which, mm-hmm. you know, this has been a rotation dominated by righties. I don't know that you need a lefty necessarily, but um, it's something to add to the mix. Um, Brent Suter could make some starts for them next year, too. So they've got a couple of lefties to throw at teams uh, where it makes sense. So really, I think it's, it's about club control with Lauer. Um, and from the Padres' point of view, they were looking for a little more established starter. And Davies fits the bill for them in that. So again, it, it's, it's a trade where these teams are trying to get something for the future. These are both very savvy, analytically-minded teams. Um, getting pieces for the future, but also looking to you know, get pieces that are going to help them immediately in 2020. So how do you see, right, because one of the th- pieces I thought for sure they would bring back was Yvonne Grandal. Now, once he signed for that money down in Chicago, you kind of go, okay, I get it. Uh, but what are they going to do in the catching department? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're going to get someone from the outside, I think. I don't think you're going to go into the earth Manny Pena as your primary catcher. He's done a good job against lefties, um, good defensive player. The pitchers love him. But, you know, it, 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 his at this stage of his career, what he's done so far in his career, he's a guy you're going to want to platoon. And what's interesting at catcher is that market is moving. Steven Vogt has signed, Zanino has signed, Grandal obviously has signed. Um, so pieces are falling off the board there. And, you know, there's still plenty of time to make moves, but if the Brewers are going to fill, find someone to get that spot and it's a free agent, their options are dwindling. I guess the thing I would say is there's also possibilities via trade to bring in a left-handed hitter, maybe a catcher with a little bit of pop, um, and try to platoon that spot as they've done in previous years. You know, they did that in 2018 with pretty good success, where they played a bunch of different guys with Manny Pena at that position, and it ended up, you know, working out okay. So it's interesting that that market is moving quickly. I don't know if that changes the, the calculus of what they'll do, but it's certainly an area where they're going to add someone from the outside. 
Talking with Adam McAlvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com, Brewers making a trade today, and now the the question is first base, third base. Uh, you know, obviously there's Travis Shaw, uh, who again on Monday we may find out if uh, Travis Shaw is still going to be around, correct? Yep, he's one of those guys, yep. Right, and uh, then they've got some decisions to make as to what they're going to do at first and third. Is Moose still in play, or is he still uh, looking elsewhere for bigger bigger money and greener pastures? Well, probably both. Um, the Brewers have made no secret that they would love to bring him back. They said the same about the Osmani Grandal, but the market, you know, the market was great for Osmani Grandal, and he gets the deal he wanted um, at a price that was important for him because he felt like he was helping to set a market for other players. Mustakis is in this same position he's been the last two years where, you know, he feels like he's produced at a level that warrants a multi-year contract. He's not gotten the offer that he wanted the last two years, and that's how he's wound up in Milwaukee. Uh, and, you know, look, I, I know Moose and Scott Boris are going to be looking for that, that big deal again, and he's coming off a pretty solid year in terms of power production, the best OPS of his career. He's got a fantastic reputation for the things he does beyond the statistics. So he's got a good case. Uh, he's on the wrong side of 30. He is not beloved by the analytics. I think that hurts him a little bit. That's one of the reasons his story has been what it's been the last two years. But he's still going to look for that big multi-year deal. And if there's a team with some money and and looking for a corner infielder, um, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he gets it. I I think with the Brewers' needs at all kinds of different positions, um, I don't know how many, like how big a contract they would be willing to throw at a player on that side of 30 um, and still have the funds to, you know, fill the other positions they need to fill. So it might have to be a similar situation where it's been the last two years that he doesn't get a deal he likes and he comes back to them. We're just going to have to wait and see. But I think the bottom line is the door is still very much open to that because um, they really liked what he did. He produced for them. It's just a matter of can they get the money right. The question everybody's throwing out is, are they going to go out and buy additional starting pitching? And and yeah. are they kind of pushing the, the chips to the middle of the table? You only have uh, this outfield of Lorenzo Cain, Ryan Braun, and, and Christian Yelich to, together for another year. And people seem to think that, you know, hey, you're gonna while you have this friendly contract with Christian Yelich, you might as well start going for it before you price yeah. yourself out of the or he prices himself out of at least uh, the Milwaukee market. So you would assume they're gonna probably uh, pony up a little bit more this offseason, right? Well, I think they'll add starting pitching. I mean, you you get a guy today that you like, but it costs you Zach Davies, who is one of the few players who is pretty well penciled into the rotation for next year. So you're kind of where you were when you started with, with less experience than you had when you started. So I, I, they are going to acquire pitching, and it's, it's starting rotation and bullpen, um, whether that's free agency, whether that's additional trades, uh, who knows. Again, the one thing you know about David Stearns is that he's creative in the moves he makes. And while some of his moves have not panned out and he would like them back, I would say there's a much longer list of moves that have worked, even ones that were head-scratchers at the time that come back to look really good. I mean, Jolice Chassin, his second year was, was not good, and they had to release him. But 2018, did they do what they did without Jolice Chassin leading the rotation? No. I don't know that when he signed that two-year contract, that was huge news around Major League Baseball. He ended up being a really good player for them um, in 2018, and if that cost you $13.5 million for that one season, it was worth it. 
Um, so I, I, it's, you know, who knows how big they'll go. Uh, will they go as big as like a Zach Wheeler, who's, who's kind of the uh, in tier 1A or tier 2 of the free agents? There's a couple players in that boat. Maybe Madison Bumgarner is one of those guys too. Um, that would still cost for one of those players. And, and again, the question is, you need to have resources to fill these other spots on your team. And how big do they go to address the pitching, which I think everyone agrees is really important, and still be able to address all the other things you need to do? And that's, that's the puzzle that David Stearns is working on. And, I, again, I keep coming back to he's going to do some creative things. They're going to um, try to score some value on a deal. And I would just caution everybody, and look, including me as I write this stuff, to not judge a deal in the first five minutes after it's made because we've learned that, they have done a pretty good job with the Drew Pomerances and Jordan Lyles of the world and gotten great value out of players, and it's, it's worth, I think, keeping an open mind when they make moves about the possibilities of some of these guys. Adam, always great to talk to you. Thanks for being available on a moment's notice. I know it's a big day in Brewer Nation, so we wanted to get you on, but thanks for joining us. Have a great Thanksgiving, man. Yep, you guys, too. I hope everybody eats a lot, has a great time with family, and is uh, – Thankful for all the good things we have in this community. Absolutely. You bet. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep. All right, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Adam McCalvey at Brewers.com and MLB.com joining us uh, for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard and they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Uh, getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.